You are listening to Fixated, Advent Meditations from the Book of Hebrews, written by Tim Chester and published by Ten of Those. Today's reading for the 20th of December is titled, Fixated on Jesus, Our Sabbath Rest. And the reading is taken from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us, just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage he said, They shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news fail to enter because of disobedience, again he appoints a certain day, today. Saying through David so long afterward, in the words already quoted, Today if you hear his voice, Do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works, as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest, so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. While the first generation to leave Egypt didn't enter the Promised Land, the second generation did under the leadership of Joshua. But the story didn't end there, because rest in the Promised Land always pointed to something bigger. Rest was a picture of God's ultimate intentions for his people. God created the world in six days, and on the seventh he rested. That seventh day is a day without end. In Genesis 1, each of the first six days of creation ends with the same formula. There was evening and there was morning, the first day. But that phrase isn't used of the seventh day, for this is a day without end. God's rest is an eternal rest. And he invites his people to share that rest, to share his delight in creation and to enjoy his finished work. The first generation after the Exodus didn't enter God's rest, so there is still room for you. The second generation under Joshua did a great job conquering the land all those years ago, but Joshua couldn't deliver the eternal rest of God. Only Jesus does that. So the writer concludes, Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. It's a strange paradox. We are to strive to rest. That's because resting in Christ doesn't come easily to us. We so easily strive in the wrong way, in frantic acts of self-creation or self-justification. It can feel like an effort to rest in Christ. We live in a busy world in which many people are striving for something, to prove themselves through work, study, career, fitness, style. The result is a restless culture. Many of us live with the fear of failure or exposure. 
all the time God invites us to rest. It's such a lovely, gracious invitation. God's work of creation is complete and now his work of salvation is complete. It is finished, Jesus cried as he hung on the cross. Finished. There is nothing left for you to do. Jesus' promise of rest is not just a promise of serenity, it's a promise of liberation. For Joshua, giving the people rest meant defeating their enemies. There would be no rest while foreign armies were camped on their borders. Imagine the tension of a soldier waiting for the imminent attack of the enemy. God's people could only live at peace once their enemies were defeated. And this is what Christ has done. He has defeated sin and death. They no longer have any claim over us. So, Jesus is our Sabbath rest. This is the promise of future rest when we share God's eternal Sabbath. But Jesus is also the one in whom we begin to experience that rest here and now. Recently, I was talking to a woman who had lost a year of her life to chronic fatigue, and she was beginning to get tired again, fearing that she was about to plunge into another bout of fatigue. What does it mean for Jesus to be our Sabbath rest when we're permanently exhausted? I was talking too to an entrepreneur, working day and night to establish his business, putting pressure on his marriage and his relationship with God. What does it mean for Jesus to be our Sabbath rest when the fear of failure is never-ending? The answer is that you don't need to justify yourself, not to God, not to other people, not to yourself. You don't need to pull your weight, especially when you can hardly lift the weight of your own body. Why not? Because Jesus is your justification. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest, Jesus, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 11 to 12. Jesus has sat down because the work of salvation is done and we are in Christ, seated, finished, resting. Christ asks you to serve him wholeheartedly, but he doesn't ask you to do more than he gives you the skill or time or energy to do. You don't need to be controlled by the expectations of other people because they're not your Lord or Saviour. Your limitations can actually be a powerful testimony to Christ's grace and power. For your identity is secure in him and your future is safe in his hands. Reflection. Christmas is a busy time for many of us. Think back over today's devotion and pick out one or two truths that will enable you to find rest, even in the midst of your busyness.